trying to catch me sing, because I always sing in the background, but I stop as soon as I think anybody can hear me. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode on Unsung. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your continued support. There were some problems with the iTunes thing. I was slow putting up a couple episodes. Uh, they're up now. We've been getting good feedback from people and appreciate it. We're on iTunes, SoundCloud. Tune in, AnyPod, Amazon, Alexa. Uh, and um, spray paint it on walls somewhere. I don't know. All over the internet. Just Google it and you'll find it. Uh, the uh, Or you can actually listen to terrestrial radio the way people used to be back in oldie times. Uh, today's guest is Norristown Council President uh, Sonia Saunders. And uh, I have to say you're one of the fastest people that I've contacted about being on the show that we went from talking to being on the show and i appreciate uh that and she's here and she uh brought her daughter who has a neck ailment doesn't look up much spinal degeneration that is a legitimate thing i just read an article it's there's a spinal degeneration from looking at your cell phone they just came up with a study and they've got a thing now and it's going to be a disease and you can wear a ribbon or something uh, from the cell phone. So watch it out because nobody nobody likes a hunch a hunchback, you know. Uh, so you've got to look up now and then. Look up at a bird. Look down at the phone. Up at a bird. Down at the phone. Thank you for coming. You're quite welcome. Thank you for having me. She paid me to ridicule you, by the way. She gave me a dollar. The, uh, uh, <laughs> How, uh, first off, your, your job as uh, council president, um, just so everybody understands this, and I can't say this enough, that's not your only job. It's not like you just have that and that's how you make your fortune and and pay your pay for your many phones that your daughter breaks. Uh, <laughs> you have another job. Uh, yes, that would be correct. So the Narstown president job is a part-time position which we are paid a small stipend. However, my full-time job is the is a policy director at the Montgomery County Sheriff's Office. So your travel time between jobs is zero, uh, just about. Just about. Okay. The um, What made you want to run for president? Actually, I was fearful of being the president. Um, you're actually elected by your peers by a majority vote. And it was my second year into council when I was asked to be president, and I respectfully declined. I felt that I didn't have enough experience. But lo and behold, I was experiencing what I was experiencing as I was being tested along the way. Um, so at this time, I enjoy being the president. I like the implementation and the way that things are going in our town. Well, one of the, I think one of the first qualifications for whether or not you should have the job is I think you have to respectfully decline. You know, I, I think that shows a good sign of strong mental health. Uh, <laughs> it's a catch-22. Yes. You know? uh, and I, I think that's part of it because you should always be aware of somebody who's too eager. Uh, yes. And uh, to be quite honest, actually, my uh, colleagues elected me two years in a row to serve as council you president. you run every year? Uh, it's normally an every year um, position that is voted for um, annually in January. Every year, yes. It, it just it just seems like any position that is every year, you lose a quarter to a half of that time thinking about the next process. You know, it just seems like one year is too short. It seems like two years for some things is too short. 
and I would actually agree with you. I can actually see the growth in my first year because not only that, I feel that within the first couple of months, everything is trial and error. And there's also room for research and there's time to be that sponge where you have to digest that information. And you've got to be careful that in now you're in your second year and you've you've got it up to speed and everything. But when the term is so short, you're worried about making decisions potentially. And can I do I really want to uh go against this base with my election coming up? Whereas if you didn't have that, you could just always do the right thing, you know, and never have any doubt in yourself and your decisions. You're you're absolutely right. And I agree with you 100% there. Who mentored you in the job? That's interesting. Um, My mentoring was me being the type of person of, of writing down information during certain meetings, things that I didn't understand. So after, you know, certain meetings, I would go back and do some research and do some reading. And at one particular time, um, former councilman Gary Simpson, uh, the best advice that he could give was, Sonia, use six months to absorb everything. Get to learn the dynamics, get to learn the players, see how things operate. And I'm like, that's it? That's all you want me to do? I'm like, I can't help the people just doing that. He goes, trust me, it will go a long way. And that is the best advice that anyone could have given me. It's it's a big part of the job. I mean, because if you don't get along, then you don't get a chance to help anybody. You're just you're just captain of a pirate ship for a year. <laughs> and know, and it's, it's, it's interesting that you say that because as counsel, everything relates to a vote, the majority vote. And what you want to do is go in and encourage a team environment. And that's not to say that we all have to agree to disagree. But if you want to make something happen, you definitely have to align your allies in order to get that vote that you want. Do you, uh, how many people are on council? There's a total of seven. Seven. Okay. So there's no ties. No ties. And it's seven, including you? Correct. So you vote, you're not just a tiebreaker or something like that. Correct. Normally, in most instances, uh, the, a mayor would be the tiebreaker. But, but you don't have a mayor. Correct. The, uh, have they ever talked about having a mayor? Oh, absolutely. It comes up all the time. Yeah. All the time. What do they, what do they decide? Well, it's quite interesting. Um, we've seen flyers. When I say way many council folks, that folks want the mayor to return. And, you know, there's been some bad past experiences with mayors. Um, it's you could history. have a mayor like Mark Barbie over in Bridgeport and be a PR person just running around and being a cheerleader for the town. Of the- well, you know, Mark Barbie is my friend. <laughs> <laughs> And he is one of the biggest cheerleaders. Um, and unfortunately, not all mayors are like Mr. Barbie. No, no, not a lot are like him. Uh, what's the best part of your job? As council president, uh, the best part is implementing. And when I say implementing, meaning implementing legislation and seeing the results of the fruits that's being produced. And that's not nearly as easy as it sounds. It's, it's- Absolutely not. Uh Government is a slow, slow process. Well, I 
I forget who it was, but I had uh, I had a guest on recently that said uh, Harrisburg is where good ideas go to die. Uh, <laughs> it was a politician. <laughs> And, you know, and uh, it was it was a state rep. And he said, that's the way it's been. And it's got to change, you know, that that you have to be willing to fight for it. And you've got to be willing to take no. And no doesn't, you know, no doesn't mean always no. It means, you know, not now sometimes. But um, I like that whole thing about the legal process. You know, it's it's there's there's an old quote that said laws are like sausages. If you like them, you shouldn't watch them being made. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that would go along the lines of scrapple as well, huh? Yeah, well, scrapple is a sub sausage food which came up just last week on the show. We had a big scrapple discussion. Oh, uh, okay. You eat scrapple? Yes, I love scrapple. Does your daughter eat scrapple? She does. You do? Mm-hmm. Have you ever Googled Scrapple? No. She, why don't you Google it on your tricorder there, Kirk? See what you just find out. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, people outside the area do not get the Scrapple thing. They just don't get the Scrapple thing. I was talking to a reporter about it and asking him. He's new to the area. Has he tried Scrapple? And you know, everybody likes their scrapple a certain way. Yes. We but, like I like mine crispy. It's gotta be it fried a, hard. Right. It's gotta be able to stand on its own. If you hold it, it's gotta be able to stand. It can't be mushy can't or be soggy. Mushy. No. 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 Yeah, that's unheard of. Okay. Uh yeah. We we may eat renderings from the slaughterhouse floor, but we're not animals here. <laughs> uh what's the hardest part of your job? The hardest part of the job. One, I can tell you, um, you can become easily frustrated because with decision making, there's no, there's no time clock um, pertaining to government because that it's a slow process. For instance, I could want a certain ordinance or resident um I could want a certain ordinance or resolution passed, and it could take up three months before I could get that resolution passed. And it takes three months based off of research, uh, advertising, and the staff doing their due diligence, and the solicitor playing his part, because anytime that an ordinance is created, we have to find a way where we're protected, where we're not to get sued. What do you think makes you good at your job? I think my leadership skills makes me good at my job and having a strong sense of judgment. Okay. And you're you're very organized, I take it, and very meticulous about things. That kind of comes across. Yes. I mean, so they say. The uh <laughs> the uh your your peers, what are some of their backgrounds on council as far as career wise? What do they do? Uh, so career wise, uh, Vice President uh, Perry, he's been working at the uh, steel mill for a numerous, numerous amount of years. Um, he's also played uh, basketball overseas. Uh, we have Councilwoman Olivia Brady, who actually works at um, Mon Montgomery Plaza and the Recorder of Deeds. And she has also ran for state representative at one time. And this is her third time on council. So she is our our pro champion. Are there term limits? Yes. 
So we can run two terms and term limits are four years. Okay. Four years each term, a total years of eight, if reelected. Okay. An uh, additional two if appointed, special election. So there's council is as diverse as the community it serves. Correct. Which is good because uh, sometimes that doesn't happen. Um, and, you know, I can't emphasize enough. Everybody there has a has a uh, day job. Yes. And we also have uh, Councilman Hakeem Jones, who actually works for the Norristown Area School District. So he brings in the educational piece. Uh, we have uh, Councilwoman Lewis, who brings uh, fair housing uh, grants. Um, uh, she's currently employed at CADCOM as well. What would you like to see change in Norristown if you had a magic wand or a blank check? What would you do? For starters, that blank check, if I could get the right out, the zeros that goes on that. Yeah. Uh, Main Street would be fully developed uh, with restaurants throughout the entire Main Street. And I'm just not talking about one block or two block. I'm talking about Main and Markley running down to uh, Ridge Pike. Nothing filled with the restaurants and small boutiques and, and businesses and outdoor eating and rooftop parties. But but, but before I jump on that, uh, it's better than Mark Barbie's answer, who won in a mayor mansion. He won a mansion on the water with a heliport. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's better than his answer. Okay. Yeah. But why, why does everybody, I understand for the infrastructure and everything, but Sometimes you drive around and you go, you know, how many craft breweries do we need? How many how many restaurants? We talk about getting fatter, but we're just putting up restaurants, <laughs> you know? Well, no, you can have healthy choices, food. You know, you can have vegan foods. You know, you can have also bicycles. What shops. kind of foods? Vegan. What's that? That's where uh, folks that have the non-dairy products and... Everything's all natural and soy and tofu. And oh, oh, those people that always look like they're getting over something? No. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> She's trying to be on her best behavior, and I'm just dragging it out of her. The uh, vegan restaurants. No. <laughs> no. No. You know, yeah. farmer's markets, you know, they could sell fruits and vegetables. Yeah, a farmer's market is always good. I think uh -huh. farmer's markets are good because that's that's healthy. It's it's community-based. I think they're great. That 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 vegan clinic thing you were talking about, <laughs> no, no. No, I never mentioned the word clinic. That, that, <laughs> you might as well just put a for rent sign back up on that on opening day. Grand opening for rent. The, uh, uh, so... You'd like to revitalize Main Street and and absolutely, um, and just get it on the same stretch out that corridor so that it's uh, it's kind of a center hub of everything. Correct, but no no city council mansion like Barbie wants no, up there. No, no, I'm I'm very unselfish. The uh, it doesn't have to be all about me. Yeah, there's uh, <laughs> uh, 
Well, yeah, you're a lot shyer than he is because once he gets comfortable, he gets comfortable. And uh, again, Mark is my friend, and I I know how Mark Harvey <laughs> is, and he's just joyous and happy, and he's great. He's he great loves guy. life. He loves he life. He does, and it loves him back. I think. Uh, what's your typical day like as a council president? Typical day. Is there a typical day? Because many jobs. Honestly, no. Um, What's the weirdest thing that you've walked into? See, the weirdest thing that I've walked into. I didn't actually walk into it. I I had a phone call about a constituent uh, concerned about the animals being caged at Elmwood Park Zoo. Versus? She... just felt like the animals didn't have enough room to to roam around and she felt that the animals were having anxiety and she want, want guess who's going to be going soup. to your vegan restaurant <laughs> <Her>. <laughs> that was that was one of the strangest calls that i i've ever received and how did you handle that what is the alternative so the alternative to that is one mowings go up <laughs> Uh, you know, I spoke to her and got a feel for her personality. And from there, I, I, I kind of figured she just wanted to be heard. And then I pointed her in to the proper contacts to contact the zoo with any of her concerns or her issues that she was having in regards to the animals going through anxiety and to talk to the trainers there. That's very polite and diplomatic. I hey, that polite and diplomatic is me. The uh, uh, yeah, I don't think I could have done. That. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's not to say that when I, you know, when you was listening the f- to the voicemail, I was like, you know, looking at my phone, like what? I think conversations would be a lot different if people could hear. <laughs> 20 seconds after we hung up, <laughs> the laughter or whatever, <laughs> it would just ruin society because, uh, yeah, I think it, be- it absolutely would ruin society, I must say. Yes. Uh, how do you measure success in your job there? Success. I measure success by the end result. And I say that to say when creating legislation – there is some um, pullback from either colleagues or the municipal manager. Um, and at times, you know, you just have to learn how to deal with those challenges. And once you overcome those obstacles of challenges, to me, um, I consider it to be a successful task. If you weren't doing this, what would you be doing? What's your dream job? My daughter probably knows this. Um, Quite honestly, it wouldn't be a job that I would be getting paid for. My dream job would be volunteering, um, assisting the elderly or the youth. Nobody in the middle? No. What about the middle? I don't know about the middle. It's like (laughs) Moni in the middle, but I don't don't know. I, I feel that it begins with the youth. Um where you have to encourage them, inspire them, lead them, and guide them. And I mentioned the elderly because now they have lost 
most of their senses and they're lonely and they want someone to talk to them. And it's just being that caring, giving person. It used to be the youth used to do that back in the old days. You're right, the old days. Yeah. Well, it wasn't that old. It wasn't like we were riding around in brontosauruses. Hey, speak for old. yourself. It wasn't that you old. You don't know my age. I don't the, uh, know anything about the Flintstones or the brontosaurus burgers. The, uh, <laughs> uh, I'll guess your age at 29. Yes. He's just being so kind. I, I say that to every woman and everyone, everyone knows it's a lie, but they yes. still take it because you anybody will take an age compliment. And 29 is a safe number. About the it's 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 Jack Benny's eternal age. That's what if I told you I was 25. The uh, I I'd say you, I'd say say you need to I'd say you need to probably call the people you wanted to send the zoo woman to. (laughs) (laughs) The uh, your your job and and what made you want to be civically involved in your community what made you want to be a public person because you don't you don't seem like like many of our guests you don't seem like a public person you seem like a private person that's interesting you say that um and that's a great observation i actually chose to be in the public just to be the voice for those that are voiceless um and I also am one of the geeks at the end of the year, I like to check off a box of growth and public speaking was something that I was petrified of. Oh, okay. And opposed to running from my fears, I decided to face my fears head on. So I faced public speaking head on. I accepted going out into the public head on. And at the end of the day, though, I'm still a private person. It's, it's, it's amazing. One thing I've learned doing this, and I I don't like public speaking. I never have. It used to bother me a lot more, but now it's just like an out-of-body experience. Uh, but a lot of people that are public people are very private, and I had uh, Bruce Castor on mm-hmm. here, and we all know how public he is, and he talked about it. Dad's got a legal background. Mom's got a uh, theater background. He combined the two. Combined them well. Explains a lot. Yes. But he said left to his own, he would just rather drive and listen to books on tape. But when he's got to do his job, he's got to do his job. And that's how I think a lot of people are, you know. Um, And people just think that that person you are when you're in front of the microphone is who you are all the time. And that's, you know, it's... For me, that is totally untrue. Yeah, it's not... I don't want to use the word acting, but it's almost a form of acting where you're... It it sort of is. It is. Yeah. In a sense. Because it's not who you are. It's it's a, it's a, who you have to be for the moment, you know. And I don't think, I don't think people realize that. And that's, that's how I got over fear of speaking because I said, that's not who I am. That's who I have to be right now. Mm-hmm. And I'll just be that person. People need to realize that when they're dealing with you and they disagree with you or what you're doing, that's what you're doing is to better the community and – you might even be in a position, anybody in a leadership position has made had to make decisions that even they don't agree with, but Absolutely. it's the right decision, you know. What I feel is right and what is determined to be right are sometimes different things. Different, yeah. Hopefully not 
often, but and, uh, and it's not often. And also coming into this position, knowing that you're not going to make everyone happy. Uh, my motto is um, I'm going to make the right decision. And if I can lay my head and sleep at night, I'm good with that. Yeah, my leadership model is pretty much 51% and I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> No. Well, people, yes, I could tell you like the outer body experiences already. That's well, my if, observation. If you try to make everybody happy, you're not going to accomplish anything. Absolutely not. You just won't. Uh, and and on the other hand, you can't be there just to do something that serves a limited agenda and, and not worry what everybody thinks. But you, you can't make everybody happy. It's impossible. There's so many ways for people to complain now. And it's interesting um, that you said that uh, in regards to having an agenda. Uh, my colleagues at the one time, the first year that they wanted me to be president, they were like, you're the perfect fit. I'm like, why would I be the perfect fit? I'm like, I'm just getting my feet wet. They were like, you don't have an agenda. You're not driven by a title. Because for me, people are like, oh, my God, you're the president. I'm No, I'm Sonia Sanders at the end of the day. That's who I'm going to leave out of council as, Sonia Sanders. Well, not to diminish their pick of you as president, but sometimes people pick people. Peers will pick somebody to be in leadership if they have the best interests of the organization at heart and they need somebody who is not mired in politics, who is not indebted to people, and who – People who are opponents to progress have no read on. So they can't judge. They can't get under their skin. They got to figure them out. You know, so sometimes that's why they grab somebody and go, you'd be a good pick. You know, mm -hmm. you know, they checked off all the boxes and you met all the requirements. Uh, what do you think your legacy will be? Oh, I'm not sure. Daughter with a bad neck. Uh <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm, I'm I'm hoping my my daughter will have a track track scholarship. Uh, no, uh, you're gonna have to throw that phone down the street. <laughs> she had it down for about three minutes. I didn't know if she had to nap or something, but she had it. She had it down. I thought it broke. She'll she'll take bathroom breaks. Uh, my legacy. Uh, I would just want my name to be mentioned in the community uh, when it comes to assisting. The youth, mentoring the youth, and uh, assisting the elderly. It's, I'm from Philadelphia, so I'll speak about Philadelphia. We tend to forget uh, our council people, ex unless they're really bad. <laughs> you know, we remember the bad ones. We tend not to remember because it's 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 a larger group. You know, it's not like yes. the mayor where it's one mm -hmm. and you can remember. It. There's you know, a bunch and there's some are staying, some are going. It's 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 difficult, but yet we can remember names of every athlete that's ever come through the city. So it's not just names, it's how much we care about anything. But I, I can I can name you the ones that have been in trouble, but it's tough to name the ones that just did a good did job. job. It and that's true. It's 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 uh you know so maybe the way to have a legacy is to, you know, punch somebody on the way out or something. I don't know. Uh, you know, end it on a bang. Uh, you I, know. I'm all about that, ending on a bang. Aggressively litter or something. <laughs> the uh, <laughs> uh, the uh, What would you tell people before we go to after show? What would you tell people about 
who wanted to get into public service, who wanted to do what you would do? What would you say to someone who's listening, who's your daughter's age, who wants to do it? What I would tell them is it requires a lot of time, a lot of dedication, uh, commitment, and being that voice for those that can't be heard or being the voice for those that are afraid to speak for the right thing. And would you do it again? Absolutely. Okay. Okay. There was almost a little hesitation, but there wasn't. There wasn't. The uh, and and when are you up for reelection? Unfortunately, I'm in my second term, so I have three years remaining on council. I thought you said it was every year, though. No, as president, it's every year. Oh, oh. No, so our terms are four-year limits. Oh. So the president is, and the council elects the president. Correct. Oh, so you can be kicked back to the minions. Uh, <laughs> my words, not I, hers. Yeah, I love my colleagues. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean that. that but yeah, so yes, that's a, that's a that's a really interesting way to do it. Uh, I thought it was I thought it was a general election, all no. in all. But okay, mm -mm. so it's just in the chambers, and you decide. Yes. And, so it's not as much, but there's still is you can't, you got to be careful towards election time. You know, I don't, I, and I see that so often. It's like there's nobody's making bold and brave decisions during election time. You know, no, you want to play it safe. Right. You want to play it safe. Just, just like, you know, when you have a job and you have um, people that accrue vacation time. At the end of the year in December, you always got your B team and your slackers because the good people are mandated to take off because they're like, you got 8 billion days. You got to go stay at home for a couple weeks, you know? So you've always got the B team in December, you know? But uh, we'll do a little bit of after show and um, thank you for coming and we'll roll the music. Thank you for having me. Sure. Sonia Sanders, uh, Norristown Council President, and we're going to do a little bit of after show. We were uh, messing with her daughter in between, who the show is so interesting. She's actually looking up and paying attention, so I feel like we've got a whole new demographic. Uh, uh, if, you can, if you can get one teenager to lift their head, I feel like that's my legacy. I feel like I've made my mark. The... Uh, What's the fun part of your job? The fun part is actually going out into the community and interacting with the constituents. The, uh, all of them are like a percentage. <laughs> Good point. A percentage. <laughs> the, uh, um, do, do, you, do you find that when you go on and deal with people that things are as bad as we're led to believe better or worse? 
it depends on the situation. I find the closer I get, the better it is. The further out I look, the worse it seems. And I would have to agree with that. You know, and I think we're just not looking close enough anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, we're driving too by too fast. We're not paying enough attention. But I see the same goodness that I saw year after year after year in persons, but in people with the big picture, it's being painted bleaker, I think, uh, you know, unnecessarily. I agree with that. Um, and I say that because um, the current state we're in now where we're dispewing hate, um, I tend to see Norristown as a diverse community. And I know for me and my colleagues, one of our goals on council was to foster relationships with the folks in the community, whether it's Asian, Italian, um, Hispanic, what have you. Um, Narstown has got to be the most diverse place. And in order to be successful, you have to be a diverse community. Where do you live at? What area? I live on the west end of Narstown. Okay. How long have you been there? Uh, I've been there for about 17 years. Okay. But I grew up on the east end for about 20 plus years. Okay. So I'm off on the 29 then. Yeah, just a little bit. I know. Did you see me a little hesitant about telling you the truth there? Yeah. 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 Turning into a math problem here. (laughs) So you're at least 37 now. Yeah, yeah, that sounds about She actually right. made a noise. She made a noise when I said that number. <laughs> it was something like a, hmm. <laughs> she needs to be careful before we ride right past Dairy Queen. <laughs> <laughs> you could drive real slow and turn it and turn away from it. <laughs> and uh, the, uh, you, are there any perks with your job? Uh, again, I mentioned. I wish this is one of the times where I wish you could see the person's face. You can't see it in a radio, but she just made a face like I asked her the dumbest question she had ever heard. <laughs> like perks, I have to again, buy toilet paper. <laughs> I mentioned there's a small stipend. Um, to be quite honest with you, there is a perk. It, it's rewarding at the end when you're able to assist a constituent and come to a resolution to make them happy. So. Um, that's rewarding in itself. I was talking more like cars and drivers, but uh, I get what you're saying. No, there's no corruption involved here. No. You could have no, a car and a driver no, without being corrupt. We don't we don't know. No, we don't get any of that. No perks. The uh keeps you honest though. The uh, Absolutely. Um how uh post this at the end of your term do you see yourself staying in politics would you want to do something else it's a very interesting question would your family allow that because politics is a family decision and and you're right about that so going into this uh my husband was very supportive um how's he now He's still supportive. Um, My children uh, came out with me. They knocked on doors. They actually have it pretty mastered. So when it came time to campaign again, 
this go around, they were pros at it. Okay. I mean, from knocking on the doors to mail handlers, I mean, you know, crossing off the list of addresses and one going on one side, the other child going on the other side. I mean, we had it mastered. It, we've got it down. I got to ask you the question but, that I've asked all the politicians. But I'm not sure if I'm going to go further or not into politics. No state rep? Here again, you would have Your to see show the face. The face but indicates this might have come up at some point. There was discussion about it. As you mentioned, you know, family has to be supportive. The uh, So when you're outdoor knocking, here's my yes. deep political question. Sure. What percentage of the population roughly answers the door in some state of disrobe that they should not answer the door in? <laughs> <laughs> We were fortunate, um, actually, which is the reason why I didn't want to go out too early in the morning to see any of or that. Or too late at night. Or too late at night. Yeah. So we kind of always chose about one thirty on Saturdays and then uh, evenings, weekdays, we did evenings around 6 o'clock. So, you know, we felt that people would be looking their best at and those And you didn't times. have any... I did not see anyone. You go up this way, it's a problem. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pointing because it's radio. I don't want to indicate exactly where, but it's a problem. <laughs> so, it, no, I haven't experienced it. That's good. People a little more comfortable. So, Narstown is uh, completely socially friendly when it comes to that, and uh, everybody is private. That's good. That's uh -huh. good. Some places, not so much. The uh, What would you say if... Your daughter wanted to go and do this. I would support her 100%. Um, I actually bring her along a lot so she knows what's involved and what it would take. Um, I'm not sure if she would be interested, though. Um, <laughs> you, had to, you had to guess? You had to, you had to ponder that for a second? I'm sitting here and I figured it out. Because, no, she's, she's, she's truly... Uh, out of my three children, she's more of the one that's like me Okay. in regards to the giving, the caring, and uh, being selfless. They, um, do, do you, in your family, do you ask everybody, does everybody have something they do to give back, like volunteering or something everywhere? Is that a tra tradition in your family? Of course it's a tradition, whether they like it or not. Um <laughs> <laughs> So let's just say MLK days uh, in my household household was never a day off. Okay. And this is something that I installed in them probably around second grade. My children are known in the community. Okay. See, I'm the opposite. I take MLK day off. You know why? Why? Because I volunteer every day of the year, and that's amateur hour. Okay, that's what, that's, that's looky-loo day. When people come out one day a year, paint a bench, and they want to put it on Facebook and act like they saved the world. Okay, and go back in the hive. I'm not saying you do that, but I'm saying I see a lot of people out there going, oh, yeah, we're saving this playground. And you know <laughs> they are not coming back out. It's good to have a day, but it should be every day. And it's interesting that you say that. I um I feel that that's an improvement that I need to do. I'm not one that's out taking pictures of everything that I'm doing. 
Um, and that's because of my personality. If I'm doing it, I'm doing it from the heart so it doesn't have to be known. It right. doesn't have to be publicized. Um, well, it goes back to the private public person thing, though. Do people recognize you as council president? I mean... Uh, some do, um, but what, that, I, the, what is I... Is that cool or creepy? In some instances, it's creepy. Um, but what I can say is, being as though it's a male-dominated field, I would have folks go to my vice president or assume that my vice president was the president. So as a woman, that angers me still, that it's not equality yet in regards to women being in leadership. And the pendulum swings slow, but it swings. It's Oh, it's swinging and I'm coming. You know, okay. <laughs> well, Greg Scott said that, you know, it was he had people that would hand him papers to make copies of. Long time. Now, Greg Scott looks like he's 12 years old, so it's mm. not all their fault, mm -hmm. uh, you know, but I get that. It's but it, people are slow and it's not always I don't think it's 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 a form of ignorance, but I don't think I think some of it is just bad assumptions on people's part. You know, I don't think Absolutely. it's malice. Um, no, you know, and and it depends on how embarrassed they are when corrected. You know, and if they ever do it again, that's the rewarding part. That's where I yeah, like yeah, to flash yeah, my, you like seeing her faces. flash my dimple and like, hey, no, I'm sorry, I'm Sonia Sanders, the president of Narstown Council. Yeah, you, you should have like a and then sash I do that little something. wink. She had like a sash or a badge, <laughs> like council president. The uh, as long as it's fuchsia. The uh, <laughs> do do you uh, the the constituents can come to council meetings. Yes. Is that good or bad? Good and bad. Do, because they're coming to council meetings to raise their concerns. And voice their opinions. Do you, do you have do you have I, I I know whenever you have community meetings anywhere, and I've been to many community meetings, you have some people that are there for a cause, and some people are there for a specific thing, and then you have the professionals. Yes, you know. Yes, uh, and uh, the 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 professionals that just you can tell the people up on the podium recognize them; they recognize the people. It's like they're coming to work. Mm-hmm. Yes. And you've got that here, too, I guess. Yes. <laughs> for, be for better or for worse, because I, I, I do, when I've dealt with those people, they have uh, they do have the best interests of the community and their interpretation of it at heart. And there's not enough people going to this meeting. So, um, you know, everybody should go and, and at least go see it once. Um, I think people um, are doing too much. I think people replace uh, their civic duty with likes and prayers, and they think that's a civic duty. That's giving back, and it's not giving back by any means. It's um, the illusion of it, you know. And to your point, we do not get enough folks to come to the council meetings. It's it's hard to engage the community, and I'm not quite sure what it will take to get folks to actually come to these council meetings, not just come when something's wrong, 
but just to come to see what's going on. Then I will solve your problem right here free of charge. What's that? What's your resolution? You should have counsel, have pretzel night, have a water ice night. Come on. Well, there it is. Um... If nobody comes, you get to take a lot of water ice home. <laughs> no? I mean, come on. Think about this. Think about this. And then I'll be reading about uh, Norristown Council water ice scandal. Uh, that's my yeah. fault. No, yeah. you have you have you have um pretzel night, water ice night. People are that's, that's mooches. A- <laughs> <laughs> they will come out for pretzels. <laughs> So you mentioned pretzels and water ice, and normally when I have a water ice, I need a, to have a soft pretzel. So I mean, you're speaking, you're telling me what you actually like. You do exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I didn't say so. So vegan tofu night. So when I say we're having a soft pretzel night and water ice night, I'm going to shoot you an email, and then you're going to show up for council meeting, right? Yeah, the food should be at the end. At the end. Yeah, because if not, I would just come and get some food and leave. And you would have um, no shame. Uh, not, with the crowd, not with the crowd that I think is showing up on pretzel and free water ice night. I don't, I don't think I'd have to worry about shame. Shame is left at the curb. Uh, I, don't, I don't think I have to worry about that. But no, you, you have uh, you have a couple theme nights, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, food is that's how we get people stuff in this country. You know, pretzel. That's water, a thought. That's a know? thought. Scra- I like that. Scrapple night. You know? <laughs> Scrapple night. You could you could use that whole law sausage factory thing, you know? <laughs> Scrapple night. I bet yeah, you That's I, a thought. That's a thought. I bet you if you did that, I bet you'd see a change. If you did that maybe during the summer, just do a couple times during the summer. Huh. You'd okay. be out there, make it uh make it a little fun. Make city council. But then a folks fun. would be concerned about where the money's coming from and will it raise the taxes? The the well you get the water ice and the pretzel place to donate it. There we go. Okay. They're always giving away pretzels and water ice. Okay. You know? I mean, you're going to get the tiny cups and the little pretzels, but still about seven, then, you know. Mm-hmm. And then somebody donates the mustard. Make sure you have spicy mustard, because people just use the plain yellow mustard, and you need spicy mustard. We need spicy mustard. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, and more than one flavor of water ice. You like cherry. No, no. Swedish fish. Yes. Swedish fish, uh, pina colada, lemon, straight up lemon, cherry, and come on, throw a flavor. Green apple. apple. Like sour apple? Yeah, that's a good one. Mm. That's a good one, yeah. I thought you said she was just like you, and you. She's saying green apple. You're wincing, like I she said rhubarb. Like that. Sour apple's good. Margarita flavor is good. Have you tried the margarita one? I haven't. No, that's really good. I, I tried that a couple of weeks ago. It's well, really you good. You could have it at council meeting. That could be your thing. There we go. Okay. The uh, that could be your thing. The uh, would we'll you say margarita night? Would you come to <laughs> water ice and pretzel night at city council? Um, I'll probably show up at the end. But... <laughs> she, <laughs> she, yeah. she, okay. But it's a start. It it's is. A, it's a start. It's a cheap start. It's a cheap start. The uh, I like that idea. Good idea. I will See? take. I will take that into consideration. See. See. It was. It was worth it. It was worth it coming. Maybe. Unless there's some big pretzel scandal, then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
you know, pretzel night doesn't work. City council pretzel seen loading hundreds of pretzels into a car. <laughs> I, I I love it when we I, I love pretzels. So whenever we have something and I can get fresh pretzels, I always get fresh pretzels. Because, but pretzel pretzels have such a limited shelf life. You know, they they go they go from best thing on earth to dog treats in about two and a half days. And uh, they just get so hard. They absorb all the moisture in the room and everything. My brother takes the pretzels now. Right in that day and a half when it's not, because he doesn't like refrigerating them. And you know you're supposed to keep them in uh, paper bags. That keeps them fresh longer. Yes. But what he does with them is he takes them, puts them in the oven, and bakes them. And just makes them hard pretzels. Hmm. And that works. Wow. That works. See? I'm rocking your pretzel world here. You you are, and I love soft pretzels. It's my, one of my weaknesses. But when they go, when they go start to go get a little hard, you put many of them make hard pretzels. Out. Hmm. A big, uh, big. They normally don't last that long in my household. Yeah, it's just when you have an event and you end up with like an extra tray of pretzels, and you know, and you 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 try and eat them. I'm talking from personal experience here now. I I, I see. He's like and, really into and, this. And your pretzel like, to mustard ratio is all off, and. Mm-hmm. Then you've got some hard pretzels and everything, and you can't put them outside because then you end up with like you become like a hangout for degenerative squirrel, <laughs> squirrels that are coming for the pretzels, and it just makes a mess. The uh, what would you want to say to the constituents uh, who would be lining up for pretzel and water ice night uh, about your job to make your job helping them easier? What would you What would you ask of them? My only ask of them would be to um, just give it to me straight. Like, what are your concerns? Um, I know what my expectations are and I know what my role is. And maybe they're seeing uh, a different expectation or a, a different side of me that they weren't expecting to see. So... What I mean by that is um, I'm open to criticism. We could have that adult adult discussion where if they see something, they hear something uh, that they're not sure of, and if they want to come to me to get factual responses, I can do that. If they feel as though I'm not working hard enough, I would also want to hear that. What's Does the that best be- way to get your email? I mean, Absolutely. I mean, and that's at uh, Sanders at Narstown.org. And the, um, I, I, I have this debate with friends a lot that, um, yeah, some people, what they do to help, and they say, well, I pay my taxes. And my response to that has been, if all you do is pay taxes, then all you can expect is government. If you want more, then you have to do more. Absolutely. Uh, and uh, you have to participate. At some point in your life, you have to participate and put a couple years in. Absolutely. may not be forever. may not be a lifelong thing. But you should participate. Mm-hmm. I uh, agree. So it would be good if people just came out. And even if they came out and did listen to one session and had a hand in. And uh, especially on pretzel and water ice night. Uh, who was the other person? Somebody was using – some politician was using food here. You – Food is just such a good lure for people. I mean, it's how 
animals lure animals. It's always has been. Uh-huh. Uh, but I, is there anything else you want to say to anybody? I appreciate your coming. Uh, I would just want folks, uh, my constituents, to know that um, as an Arstown native, um, I have a vested interest in Arstown, and I want to do right by Arstown. And I'm putting in a time, um, knowing that I'm taking time away from my family, uh, and just know that I'm I'm very passionate about Arstown. This is where I was born, and this will most likely be where I will stay. And as long as I'm living, I will always partake in any venture that Narstown has to offer. Or if it doesn't have an offer, I would insert myself to better Narstown. That's a that's a very brave statement after this past winter we've had. Uh, that we will stay because uh, this is the first year I thought, you know, uh, turning to your grandparents are like, oh, I can't deal with this anymore. <laughs> Snow in April? No. 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 Actually, this past winter, our public works department has had done a phenomenal job. Um, They did. And I drove, I drive here late at night. Uh, um, I'm coming into a day going out late at night. And the roads were not a problem. They were not a problem. They did, they did a really good job. And I, I know, you know. Nobody gets everything, but I think I think a lot of the public works in the city they did a great job this year. It really wasn't that we had that much snow, not to diminish it, but we had this stuff that was coming out of nowhere. We weren't getting the warnings on it, and then it was just like we were like, okay, because normally I'm like, March hits you once or twice, and then you're done, and then it just kept coming. Uh, but now I, I I think they did a really I, all the public works between here and when i get home did a really good job this year better than some pastures i don't know if they were geared up differently i saw a lot of private plows out and so i think people were expecting more not as many incidents but mm -hmm. more inches of snow i know uh for narstown we had a new public works director uh he takes his job very seriously uh he actually made the brining something that narstown has never had um and everything was done in house. And uh, Norristown makes its own brine. Yes. Ooh, Norristown brine. Yes, Mister Thomas O'Denibo. Um, he's terrific. They they are doing a fantastic job, and this is the hardest working public works team that I've saw in the past five years. That's good to know. That's good to know. See, people don't realize that. People don't, when things are going right, people really don't notice. It's really hard for people to stop back and appreciate instead of just thinking it's expected. Well, it should be like this. And people really need to stop and think, you know, people talk about an airplane crashing. And I think the other way, I think it's a miracle that we don't hear about one a week. Mm-hmm. You know, we're very lucky. Mm-hmm. We're very lucky. Uh, and, uh, but it's good to hear that you've got a good team of people. Doing yes, and I job. and I think um, it's it's up to our council and my my colleagues to to recognize that. I mean, um, I think it was my third year, and we got hit slam with the blizzard. And at that time, we didn't have a public works director, and that was the year where I sat the there, <laughs> and that night the council chambers was packed. And 
I had three new colleagues that sat there like a deer in headlights and they were just like, well, what am I to do? What am I to do? And that was my first year as, as president. Uh, yeah. People don't like, people don't like anything that impedes their travel. You know, they just don't like it. They don't like traffic jams. They don't like roads. Out. They don't. Uh, and like I basically anything. said this blizzard was an inconvenience. If you could tell me anything differently than that. That's all snow is, is an inconvenience. Yeah. And what I did see during that time was folks were helping each other out, which was something I haven't seen in a long time, you know, because I, where I grew up is we all knew our neighbors. Now, the way that Norristown is so diverse, you don't really know your neighbors. So that was an opportunity for your neighbors to come out and you were helping each other shovel. You were helping each other clean their cars off and would be strangers riding down the street that would get stuck and folks were just willing and lending to give a hand and, and help out. So I always try to see good yeah, in a situation. It's when the power goes out or when there's snow, you meet your neighbors again, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and snow, it's snow. It's, it's, it's always good either way, except for, and this year, less than any other time, you always have the people who uh, put the, uh, put the chairs out. No, they didn't like us. We enforced that this year. Public works. Uh, You know, and I completely, I can see both sides of that like many things, but I get, what would bother me this year was we never got a lot of snow at any point. Mm -hmm. And there was one point where there was a couple inches out and I had people putting chairs out. I was like, what do you, what do you even protect it? Any car could pull into any spot. (laughs) You, you know, they were just agree. Using, agree. They were okay. just using as an excuse, but um, no. This year, it was great. Uh, it was a, it was a pleasure, and I noticed it because I noticed I didn't have to worry about it repeatedly. I didn't have to worry about ice. I did notice the brine for the first time. I didn't know it was homemade brine. So oh, you have like yeah. a big vat, or how do you do it? We have this huge shed in the back, and apparently. Um, Thomas found some other materials back there, a, a machine actually that could fix potholes, but that's another story. And um, Thomas, he was also an engineer. Um, he has a lot of experience. He's from Africa. And this, he actually told the uh, our municipal manager, he was like, I think I'm going to do brine. It's, it's, it's his whole accent and his whole body. And we're like, okay, Thomas. And Thomas was like, Thomas was like, I'm ready for snow. And all of us council folks were like, normally we hold our breath and we just. Yeah, pray. We just pray. And he's like, I'm 110% confident. And we're like, Thomas, we'll see. And I can honestly tell you, I've never seen my block plowed so much in the past two years. Well, well I will commend him on the brine. He needs to get that pothole machine working. Mm-hmm. Uh. <laughs> we do have we 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 do have a pothole team, um, and there are I forget the it's amount a never of potholes. Um, one, it's a never-ending battle. But two, uh, they have actually prioritized the potholes. So they're actually filling up. I think they may be looking to fill at least. I want to say 20,000 potholes. Yeah, people don't realize how many thousands people of People don't realize when I'm like... But there's a pothole can't. on Ridge that I hit that I'm pretty sure had a manatee in it. So <laughs> that one's deep. <laughs> so you can bump did, that did one Did it up. make you say a lovely word? 
when you hit it? Oh, I have what I call driving Tourette's. I can't drive on a speakerphone talking to my godchildren or anything because uh, bad words come out. Uh, it's driving Tourette's. It's a medical ailment. Like cell phone back. I like Check that. Check it out. Medical ailment. <laughs> okay. I'm going to use that. Yeah. Okay. Because that way people aren't angry. They have to be sympathetic. Okay. I like Cause, that. Because I suffer through the drive all the time. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and it's not it's not inside. I mean, I keep it in the car, but sometimes even that's sometimes even that's a straight, you know, driving Tourette's. But thank I you very Tourette's. much for coming. Uh, thank you so much for having me. Thanks for the me. work you do. You're quite welcome. Can Russell hit the button?